Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 57. Prostitution whore? You are f***ing gay? 20? This week on Come Through Queen, we've got a lot to cover in the news as well as the billboard music awards 20th time is the charm as danielle staub gets engaged to her boyfriend this past weekend gorga pasta opens in new jersey and we discuss the drag race in new york housewives baywatch spawn con watch what happens live is reporting live from los angeles and my mother pheromone is there and stone strenny is real um, we also learn that Kim K's assistant of four years formerly worked for Erica Jane and Mikey, and we get through the Billboard Music Awards with a game of share or don't share. And as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm good. You're a little sick. I'm not well. <laughs> <laughs> not well, bitch. What's going on? Nothing. Um, You know, just living life. <laughs> uh, we're recording... Sorry, we're coming to you a little late this week. Um... Yeah. It's been a busy week. It's I've been, been sick week. a little bit. We saw, Alex and I saw burlesque in theaters. Oh, yeah. This past Monday. At uh, the Draft House? Yeah, Alamo Draft House. What did you eat? I had, I had I, some sort of sandwich. What was it? Oh, the steak sandwich. It was actually really good. Oh. Um, a caution, I think I've said this before. Don't get the hot dog. It's I would way, never. <laughs> it's way too much sauerkraut than you expect. Hot dogs are trash, so... Don't Hot worry dogs about are me. Good. <laughs> um, also, just a little bit of a programming note. Um, last week we had the Southern Charm is over party, and we're happy to report that no nobody, one cared. <laughs> nobody pushed back. So I guess it's really over. It's really over. I didn't watch this week, so fine with it. Yeah. Um, should we jump into what, what's going on in the news? Oh my God, wedding bells! <clears throat> I hear them all the way from here. I am so happy for Danielle Staub. This is her season. She's coming back this season. And coming back with a bang. So, 
Multiple sources confirmed to E! News that Real Housewives of New Jersey star recently got engaged to longtime boyfriend Marty Caffrey. The day he proposed, Danielle said her life is now perfection, a source shared with us about the special moment. Uh, e! News also learned that Bravo cameras were rolling when the proposal took place. It's far too soon, however, to know whether, uh, whether it will be shown in the new season. Followers of Danielle have noticed Marty popping up on the Mother of Two's Instagram feed. Whether enjoying dinner dates or weddings together, the pair have, hasn't been able to hide their love for one another. I have so much to say. Okay. So, also, we learned that the finale of uh, Real Houses of New Jersey was filmed last night. Yeah, just last night. And it was a Studio 54 theme. Mm-hmm. I have noticed that Danielle has, I think she's taking this season really seriously because she hasn't posted any indication that she's been with these other women. Oh. All of the other women, some of the other women, like, Melissa has let Danielle pop into her Instagram feed a couple Uh times, but Danielle, and correct me if I'm wrong, has not posted about it. She's a professional. I hope they use, I hope the ad campaign, you remember when Bethany came back was the B is back? Yeah. I hope it's the D is back. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, like, this is so perfect. Her getting engaged right at the end of the season is, like, makes her a shoe-in for next season. She's going to be a shoe-in because I think she's been on her, not best behavior, but, like, good enough behavior. She hasn't been, gone crazy like her yeah. in earlier seasons. Yeah, no cuckoo. Um, so I'm excited. I can't wait to meet Marty. Yeah, I can't wait to meet Margaret Josephs as well. Oh, my God. She looked great at the finale, <laughs> finale party. No, Danielle really stood out with that, like, bejeweled headdress thing. <laughs> For a second, when I saw the post... I was like, oh my god, they're at Studio 54. I should run over there. And then I realized, like, they're probably not at Studio 54 because that's now a theater. Yeah. Um, I had one more thing to say. Oh, and we learned from our executive producer, Alex, who's watching Dolores' Instagram story. Ooh, oh, yeah. That um, she thinks that the show is going to premiere in September. Oh, that's so far from now. I know, but they just ended filming. But I got a notification that. The trailer was released this week last year for season. But I don't think I don't think ending filming now is necessarily indication because I feel like there's been situations where filming has occurred like while the show premiered. Oh well, yeah, I think they do like pick up stuff. Maybe Mm, I don't know. Uh, But still in New Jersey, we learned just this past weekend that Gorga Pasta opened up. So if you head over to gorgapasta.com, you got all the details. You can buy sauces online. Pastas are apparently coming soon. Everyone seems to have a dish named after them except for Teresa. And it seems like it's a Teresa, Joe, Gorga, and Melissa Gorga production. That's interesting. Is Joe, do we think Joe Giudice is going to be involved? Well, it's hard for him to be involved right now since he's in prison. And didn't Kathy just open up a restaurant? I read oh, that somewhere. I, isn't it called Pizza Love? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. But um, the, the reviews on Yelp are not great. So far, there's four reviews total. Three are one star. And there's a single three-star review. That's Kathy Wakili up in the comments. It's <laughs> her making multiple <laughs> accounts. No, but th- there was a NewJersey.com like review that seemed to be fairly positive. Um, and it, I don't think they like created this from the ground up like Old Lady Gang. It seems to that they just took over a prior restaurant that was their Salugo Bistro and just added like family photos on the wall. Oh. Also, they have sauces. Are they branded sauces? 
Are they coming for Caroline's gig? Is she still in the sauce industry? Who? Caroline is in the sauce industry? Remember, she used to... They had they released a sauce. I thought she, like, made candles, and then that went nowhere. Well, before, like, on the show, they, like, around Blackwater times, like, the... When that show was just slogging on, mm. and it was, like, lost seasons, where it's just, like, who knows what the difference yeah. of each season was, Caroline had a sauce business. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't really remember that. Um, we so, should attend. Yeah, we should attend. Maybe like lunch at Rails and then dinner at Gorga Pasta or the other way around. I wonder if they're going to go to Rails a lot this season. Well, now they have like a place to... Or are they railed out? <laughs> maybe like they, they're not welcome anymore. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I was, I'm really excited for this next one. There's two Baywatch promotions that have recently aired on television completely in ours and this podcast's wheelhouse yes very it's like, much it's crazy how like they're really hitting us from all angles yeah <laughs> it's like it's like they're they're listening they want us to go see the movie so i won't be seeing it but yeah first uh bravo debuted a so- sonia tinsley dorinda baywatch promo um which involves like the usual acting, like intercut with scenes from the movie, mm-hmm. and it's some of Tinsley's best work, better than her work on the show. I felt. Yeah, um, I mean, except for her iconic makeout scenes with, uh, with Chad. Chad, yeah, nice <laughs> Chad. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great, great premiere for Tinsley and doing Bravo Spawncon. Dorinda, as usual, a star. Give her an Oscar yeah. or a People's <laughs> Choice Award. An Emmy? Is there an Emmy for commercials? No. Hmm. Uh, and then we saw the Gay Watch, Baywatch promo, which is starring Katya and Bob the Drag Queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. And like, I would legitimately watch that show. So it seemed to be just them lip syncing to the theme song. Oh, no, no, no. I forgot you don't watch on a television. Well, no, we watch on via VH1.com. They must have not shown... Oh, okay. ...the whole thing. So what, so what was It was, shown like, several different things. There was, like, a couple segments where they were interviewing, like, straight people on the beach, which was <gasps> great. There was, like, other oh. just, like, random acting stuff. It was great. Yeah, they didn't show that on the VH1.com stream at all. Yeah, and I couldn't find that part on YouTube. I only saw the lip, the lip sync, sync part. Yeah, the lip sync I thought was like funny, but like too long. Oh, so you must have been so confused until just now when we were like raving about it. Oh no, I knew you were raving about it, but I thought maybe it was just like a shorter version of the two and a half minute lip sync that they were doing. No, it was like all these other <laughs> like man on the street interviews, which really, which like the two of them, like oh, okay. and their humor works really well, yeah. especially when talking to straight people. Mm-hmm. Like I want that to, I want them to go around on the street and talk to people all the time. Yeah. I like them as a sisterhood more than Trixie. country star Trixie Mattel. Oh my God. Did I send you that video where it's... The name game. Sorry, this is a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. The name game from American Horror Story season two. Oh, yeah. no! I, okay. But every time they say name, it's a video of Trixie Mattel falling. <laughs> you know, no. how, like all the rage, those sort of videos are now the thing. It's like something, but every time, yeah, 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 something is said. I don't get the connection though. Like why? It, it's not. It it's like just no so sense. so absurd, but it was hilarious. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Watch Rabbit's live in L.A. Have you been keeping up? I've been keeping up unhappily. I saw all of them other than the Conan episode. And the Kim episode hasn't aired yet as we record this. Yeah. 
first of all, it seems like everyone that I know who lives in LA and follow like on Instagram oh, yeah. has yeah. been going to a taping of Watch What Happens Live. Well, I think Andy mentioned in the one of the episodes that it's like a 500 person seat theater or something. They did like the first, I think season four Drag Race, that was where the finale was. Okay. And they've since moved, I believe, okay. theaters. So it was it was giving me like flashbacks to that. But um it's not been good. Well, I didn't understand the choice to kick it off with Iggy Azalea and uh Terrence Howard. No made no sense. Yeah. Also like they're bringing in Bravo people but like only like at the last segment and yeah, like, just like just parading out Nini and Vanderpump and Erica Jane was and Erica good. Jane. It seemed as though Bethany and Erica Jane were a little icy to each other. You think? I saw pictures of them like um, talking after because like Bethany like ran over to hug Kyle and then like didn't really run over for Erica. Well, I mean they did have that tiff back in the day, but I thought yeah. they had made up at X Tina's birthday. Yeah, party. exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, but one pheromone. Oh my god! As Lisa Vanderpump. When I saw that, I I just thought of you losing your mind. <laughs> I am like pheromone might be like my top. Like three favorite drag Get race out of queens here. of all time after Katya and Tammy Brown. For what? <laughs> for what? For what? Literally, I just miss her presence going. Oh. <laughs> but that seems like normally someone like you would not enjoy. No, but like she had some charm to her. I think Sasha Vlor even said like her. So there's something charming about the way pheromone wines. Yeah. Well, we also had Pandora Box as Vicky Gunvalson. And Manila Luzana's Teresa Judice. I literally didn't even notice either of them. <laughs> you focus on Farah only. No, Pandora's. I did notice Pandora's. Uh, Vicky Gunvalson was just bad and stupid. Yeah, it was, well, it was a nod to like those bejeweled, like I don't even know those bejeweled tops that they used to wear in like early seasons oh, of OC. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the only reason you would think it would be Vicky. Yeah. And then the Teresa DJ one was, like, fine. But I actually didn't notice it was Manila right away. Yeah. Like, now that I think of it, I didn't either. I literally was only... I was freaking <laughs> out. I was only focused on Farrah. Um, uh, it, but it's, like, whenever they do those drag queen as anyone things, yeah. it's always, like, a little bit off. Like, yeah. remember when Thorgy Thor was on for Goldie Hawn, uh-huh. and she was supposed to be Death Becomes Her, and she had, like, a cardboard thing with, like, green screen thing yeah, yeah. taped to her <laughs> yeah. on? It's just, like, never great. Um, the the one that I thought that really stood out was Stone Shrenny, because we got to see Bethany and Eric Stone Street together in one And place. we've been reporting on Stone Shrenny. For months and months for and months. months. Probably a year now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Bethany, like seemed to be spilling a lot of beans like she talked about the fact that she did date A-Rod for two she went on two dates with him I felt like that wasn't new information I didn't realize like she like publicly acknowledged it though oh I thought that was just like information that was reported and never confirmed Mm -hmm. imagine like being A-Rod like you go from Bethany to J-Lo like (laughs) that's like insane and then like Eric and Bethany were kind of like Hinting at the fact that maybe they... I find that so exhausting. It was, like, so weird. It's like there were so many missed opportunities for this entire Watch What Happens Live in L.A. It just, like, didn't work. It was dumb. The only thing that was, like, funny about it was DJ James Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Um, I did, like... 
Hilary Swank was so confused when Lisa Vanderpump walked out. <laughs> yes. Just like no idea why people like were cheering for this woman. Like she got handed a puppy. <laughs> I did like when Kate Mara talked about her. Dorinda. Talked about uh, Jamie Bell loving Dorinda. Like she just kept bringing it up. Yeah, I don't know who Jamie Bell is. Um, I don't either. I feel like he was like a child star and then became like a movie star. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong with that. Uh, should we move on to... Kim K's assistant? Yeah. Why don't you tell us about it? So, Kim K's assistant... Stephanie um, Shepard. Stephanie Shepard. And thank you to friends of the show, Laura Von Bergen, for oh. bringing this to my attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, when I say I come from a small town, I mean, there would pass cows. Our nicest restaurant was Olive Garden, yada, yada, yada. Let's get to the point. Um, I hadn't really traveled. I didn't know what Givenchy was or how to pronounce That's how you pronounce it. I know, yeah. Or how to pronounce it. Mikey and Erica, with a K, mm-hmm. took me under their wing and taught me everything. We traveled the world together. They both opened my eyes so much about being a hardworking, meticulous assistant, but also all the things life can offer. Mikey and Erica. Erica Jane. This is so interesting because this is like pre-Housewives. Right. So like, where, like, I know she had like her this career, but like how... Well, she was performing like the gay circuit party scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and she's like a rich woman. So yeah. like, she feels the need to have an assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, I, what's her name would probably go to the white party in Palm Springs or whatever. Yeah. Isn't it weird that people from LA go and hang out in a desert? Yeah, why? Like, what, what's the, like? Why do they go there? Why don't they just go to like the beach? Because I guess they have the beach at home, so they want it. <laughs> <laughs> they they like the the desert sun. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm glad that Erica Jane really formed Stephanie and made her into the best assistant that Kim K could ever have. I wonder, like. Who else from Erica's team have moved on and gone on to do other things? Wasn't one of her, like, dance instructors from, like, like, uh, uh, I don't know, this. something in the past, like, Britney's team or something oh, like that? Oh, interesting. Uh, so did you catch the Billboard Music Awards? Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I caught most of it. I think we went to sleep after Cher. But we've played Care Don't Care before, but in honor of Cher's iconic performance and appearance we're gonna play share or don't share (laughs) one of my more brilliant ideas yes (laughs) so i guess Nicki minaj was honored for like um (laughs) for having like being some record from like uh aretha franklin i think like most times in the billboard top 100 or something Mm -hmm. so they honored her and then let her do this medley and it was literally all songs like i didn't know like i feel like i used to be like aware of nikki's uh you were a ken barb i was a ken barb and like i don't even i think this is like a lot of these are the songs that she came up with in response to um remy ma i wasn't like following that very closely yeah and i think it's just like I've seen Nikki open an award show before. I feel like she's always opening an yeah, award show. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was bored, so don't share. Yeah. Uh, second, Camilla Cabello. <laughs> I have questions into crying in the club. Um, I share. 
I share only because Little Mix is better. And anytime <laughs> Camilla Cabillo is on the screen, I can tweet Little Mix is better. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, actually, I like the song because it like sort of sounds like a Sia song and also has the Christina Aguilera nod. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're not moved by that. No. The Chainsmokers. Performing don't, young. Don't care, even though... Don't one, share is don't the Don't share, word. even though one of them is sort of cute. Yeah, but they're both creeps, and I don't share either. Julia Michaels, performing issues. <laughs> Literally don't share. Uh, I share because apparently she's like this big songwriter and is trying to have her own career. Kind of oh, like... that was that person. Kind of like... Um, what's that Sia. one? No, not so much Sia. I'm, I'm relating her to like one that flopped. Remember the American Girl one? Oh, oh Bonnie McKee. Bonnie McKee. Yes, yes, yes. That iconic video where she had like Macklemore and Jewel like lip sync to her song and Jewel was next to a horse <laughs> and Joan Rivers was alive. But Julia Michaels wrote a little mix song as well. Which one? Uh, Love Me or Leave Me from mm-hmm. the Get, Get Weird album. Nice. So I'll, I'll share for that reason. Ed Sheeran, Castle on a Hill. Caroline Manzo, don't share. No, share. We all love him now, remember? <laughs> no, he's a creep too. Why is he a creep? I heard he once brought Legos to a date and wasn't paying attention to the girl and was instead playing with Legos. Shut That's that is Shut that is from a um Graham Norton interview that he did. Was this like in middle school? No, this was like in his adult life. I think he has a song about a Lego. From the first album. See? Don't share. I share. <laughs> Not a star. Um, Miley Cyrus, Malibu. Share. Uh, yeah, definitely share. Giving us Joanne vibes. Carrying on that Joanne torch. I know. I love, I love this late in the game Joanne promo. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone buy Joanne on iTunes. Uh, I mean, we're, we're going to the Joanne ball. Can't so, wait. Um, yeah, we'll see how this, this new Miley era goes flop <laughs> lord green light i share so much i love this performance the karaoke room thing was so good yeah i definitely share sam hunt body like a back road this is your country this okay. is your territory i don't, ban, I don't share ban men who <laughs> are in country music and who sing about the same damn thing Every single time, mm-hmm. and all of them except for Dirk Bentley and Tim McGraw. Okay, dad and dad, <laughs> your two dads. <laughs> um, Celine Dion, my heart will go on. Um, share so much. Share obviously, and then also share for her second performance <laughs> backstage <laughs> that everyone I'm sure has seen the video. Yeah, watching share. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not much to say. Just legend, icon. Star. She also, like, her look was, like, insane in a good way. Yeah. Beautiful look. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful look. Uh, Imagine Dragons, Believer. Don't share. I share because it's the theme song from the Nintendo Switch commercial that aired during the Super Bowl. So Switch, switch, bitch. <laughs> Another one in the basket. <laughs> uh... Drake, I don't even know what this word is. It's like a Celtic castle. Gielchester. <laughs> I think I've like left the room during this performance. I don't Connors even remember in it. Gielchester. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember this performance. So don't share. Don't share. Halsey, now or never. Um, the only thing I share about <laughs> Halsey is the video of her yelling at her fans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you play the audio from that? 
I'm not sure. All right, I'll play it right now. It's not for nothing, but I'm getting a lot of really rude messages right now from people saying that I'm fucked up and I swerved you and I'm being rude and I'm being mean. Like, not for nothing, but I've been impressed since 8 o'clock in the morning. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, Florida Georgia Line and John Legend, Surefire and H-O-L-Y. I feel like they're always making John Legend perform with, like, someone weird like this. Yeah. Um, the only thing good about Florida Georgia Line is that is where Tom Schwartz grew up. <laughs> <laughs> so you share about that one fact. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we get to share, I believe. <laughs> was that your share impression? No. Two I, more. No, I wasn't doing an impression. I was just like... It sounded like you were trying to do like a, just like a staple share impression. No. Share. <laughs> believe and if I could turn back time. Of course we share. Oh, definitely share. I thought, like people didn't seem to be talking about this during the performance. They didn't look like a Pacey fell off, but then... Oh, I felt like everyone was talking about that. Oh, but then like we were analyzing it in this household and it looked like maybe she was just wearing a skin colored, uh, like bra thing. Well, I think she was doing both, but... But like, why wouldn't there be a Pacey on both? It was like so weird. Well, I think it fell fell off. off. Yeah. Yeah. But I was wondering, like, (laughs) no, but like, I didn't realize she was wearing the skin colored bra thing and was thinking of like, is her boob just hanging out during this performance and she doesn't care? Like, it was so crazy. Free the nipple. Free the nipple. (laughs) Share. Um, and I'm glad she did it if I could turn back time because that's my hashtag TBT theme song. If I could turn back time. Like, I, I mean, TBT's been around for a while. When it first debuted, I literally thought it was like hashtag turn back time. <laughs> it was share promo <laughs> for what's that song she released where she was wearing newspaper? A woman's world. A woman's world. But I literally thought TBT was turn back time. Oh my god. <laughs> and like, we were just posting like old photos and it's like, they're turning back time. What was it? Throwback Thursday? <laughs> Oh I sound, God, I sound like an old. <laughs> and then I didn't watch this, so Bruno's, Bruno Mars Versace on the floor. I don't share. Don't share. Like the Billboard Awards cheapen everyone. Mm-mm. Like there are people in these in this list that I like, but like I didn't care about any of them except for Celine and Cher. And Miley. And Miley, but like still. Would... Yeah, not the greatest award show. No, it's no VMAs. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and that's the only award show I actually enjoy watching. Why? I don't know. It's like always just so me- like messy in a funny way. Oh, it was a, such a mess last year, right? Yeah. Uh, so if we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with New York, Potomac, Drag Race, but also a uh, season recap of MasterChef Junior from friend to the show, Hillary. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We're going to be talking about our shows this week, but we're going to kick it off with Hillary, uh, who you guys will remember from a few weeks back on our MasterChef Junior episode. She's uh, chiming in to give us some closure on the finale uh, and what we missed. Um, Spoiler alert, Jasmine won, and it was great. So let's hear from Hillary. Hi, guys. It's Hillary, your MasterChef Junior correspondent. Our season has come to an end, so I'm here to provide some final thoughts on the finale and the season as a whole. The finale came down to Jasmine and Justice, two strong 11-year-old women of color from Georgia. And this 
was the finale that America needed. If I had to watch Shane the Train from Texas be a girl in the finale, I'm I'm too fragile for that right now. So I have a lot of questions about how the finale works. So they have each of the kids make a three-course meal um, of anything that they want. And I would love to know like how much help the producers do in the menu planning. One of them... Uh, Jasmine did all this food that was like inspired by her Jamaican heritage and justice did all these like new healthy takes on Georgia cooking and anyway the the food all looked amazing but it'd be interesting to know like how much time they actually have to prep for this it's less clear than it is with the rest of the show but anyway um both of them looked like they did an amazing job and in the end the much taller 11 year old won and Jasmine took home the MasterChef trophy and also like a hundred thousand dollars or something crazy like that um and Justice really seemed like the favorite all season um so it was a bit of a twist when Jasmine won especially because she went home earlier in the competition and then was allowed to come back in after she beat a bunch of kids out um in this very challenging and thrilling chicken challenge so Congratulations to her. Anyway, uh, thanks for having me and uh, letting me put my MasterChef Junior thoughts out into the world. Thank you, Hillary. Um, I get her point that Justice would seem to be the favorite to win, but I love the plot line of like Jasmine getting kicked off, then coming back and winning it all. Because like that's not something we ever see happen on like Drag, Drag Race, Race when they get brought back. Like they're brought back just to flop all over again. I hope Farrah gets brought back. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, and it was nice to see Martha Stewart in the finale as well. Oh, she was there. Yeah, she was the guest judge. Nice. So I kind of wish like Martha would have a big platform like this show. Well, she has the Snoop Show. I know, but like, do people actually watch that? Got renewed. What like what channel is that even on? VH1 or something? VH1. Um. Yeah. I still follow um, Christine on Twitter. Christina Tozzi. I get so confused every time she <laughs> tweets because I forget about her immediately after. <laughs> and it's always something about like a cookie. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to Drag Race while we're mentioning that. Okay. Drag Race. This episode. This episode. This iconic episode. We were sort of, we all sort of knew what was coming. Yeah. I mean, I had like read spoilers not as detailed as the spoilers that you knew going into it. Oh, um, I got some intel. I got some scoop. Yeah, before before it aired. But like we we like we knew about a mask. We knew like a fan favorite was going to be going home. And once Valentina walked that runway with that mask, I knew it was over. Yeah, because it could only have been her or Shea Coulee. And Shea, and Shea won. won. Yeah. So let's talk about the pilots. Yeah, the pilots. Okay, so I liked Shay and Sasha's. Yeah. I'm so surprised nobody mentioned Katya. Yeah, well, in my brain, I thought of it. Like, she's, it's really like a page out of Katya's book. Right. Um, like a more sophisticated Katya. Mm -hmm. Almost. Yeah. I like theirs. I like their sisterhood. Um, I think they'll both be top three. Yeah. Um, I liked the other one, the nun one, with Trinity. Really? Yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was just like dumb. Yeah, but I mean, like... Well, it's... Granted, all three of them were pretty dumb. Yeah. And then, like, I was so surprised by Valentina's lack of preparation. Yeah. She seems like a preparer. I know. Like, why didn't they write something? Like, was she, like, being brought down by Nina or something? Like, Nina didn't want to prepare and she just went along with it? I, that doesn't seem like Valentina. I know. What happened to her? There's something weird there. And then, like... 
to not want to take off the mask you think you're gonna skate through and then like the arrogance of not learning the song yeah um well there was a line very early in the episode when they were talking about like right before they started to go film the pilot valentina's like well you know we're not we're not super prepared but like the the judges personally love both of us and i think that's gonna help that's so dumb um what did you think of the looks uh okay let's Alexis talk Michelle's about... was so bad yeah so let's go through the losers first Alexis yeah just like it was just dumb yeah it didn't make any sense and then she also like did a similar like makeup thing to something we saw twice in All Stars but I guess this oh I don't really remember that oh it was like the eye thing okay I don't know um that's really my only loser I, all the other looks I was fine with yeah, Valentina's didn't seem clunky. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, I just then, liked it as a look on its own. Yeah, and then Nina's seemed incomplete. Yeah, I could see that point. But it was also, like, just so... Um, it really, like, stood out. Right, yeah. Um, favorite looks? Mm, actually, I like Trinity's. Yeah, same. I feel like it was, like, underappreciated. Especially because she's like... That's not her gig. Yeah. Like, I when they talked about her being a pageant queen and untucked, I was like, what? Like, I, it's hard to even imagine her being a pageant queen. Yeah. Because usually the pageant queens come in and that's all they do. Like Eureka, those like... Those dumb wigs that she wore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That were like a loaf. <laughs> a loaf. Yeah. Um, I liked... I had questions about Shay. Like, what was her plan if she was on the bottom two. Because she obviously came to the show with that look prepared. So did she have another look that she was maybe going to use in case she had a lip sync? Yeah, I mean, well, sometimes the queens, like... We saw in All-Stars, they changed all together. Right. So who knows? I don't know how that, that worked out during All-Stars. How were they able to just change? Um, because we saw, like, an extended period of them in the back. Mm, I don't know. Um, so let us he take a listen from Neely, who has some reactions to Valentina getting kicked off. Hey, Dan. Hey, Brendan. It's Neely P. Um, I'm still reeling from that elimination on Friday. I didn't have any spoilers. Um, I definitely don't search like Reddit, so I didn't know what mask it was previously. Um, so I was so shocked. I didn't want to see my baby girl in the bottom two anyway. I thought this would be, uh, you know, Alexis versus Nina. And then um, to have her go out that way, it was um, embarrassing for her and embarrassing for all of us watching. I, I mean, I see why she had to go. So I, I, I'm not angry um, with Rue's decision, but I think when you have somebody that everyone just collectively um, cannot stand, like Alexis, that it's really annoying. Um but I just need to, I need Nina to stop with the skeletons. Like, I get it. You can paint a skeleton. I've seen it. We've all seen it. Like, please do something different. Um, I need the lip syncs to not suck completely. Like, I, I can't remember. I can't even remember one that was good this season so far. And um, just shake Kool-Aid totally for the win. I would say... I'm rooting for Sasha, but I had no idea which one was Sasha until maybe episode, like, three or four. So, I, I mean, I can't root for her just because I was, like, so 
just impressed with so many other people before I started to notice her. So, um, I have to root for Shay. So just Shay all the way. Um, and just my poor sweet baby Valentina. I love her and I miss her. I love her forever. All Stars 3, baby. Bye. Thank you, Neely. All Stars 3, baby. <laughs> um, but Neely brought up a few good conversation points. Um, the first of it being like no really memorable li- lip syncs this season. Yeah, except for the one moment in Peppermint's lip sync. Yeah. But like it wasn't, but like also that song wasn't a great song. Like it was like Britney Spears' I Want to Go or something, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And to be clear, Summer by Bravo did that song better justice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this season's definitely like the, this season's lip syncs are like the worst. Yeah, but I will say, and I said this like uh, several times before. I wasn't into the season until Snatch Game, but now I'm like obsessed. Mm, I you know I love the season, but like it's good in different ways than prior seasons. Right. Um. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Neely's point about Sasha. Yeah, Sasha versus Shay. Because I just as she said that I was doing a quick little thing in my brain past seasons and like when the queen was noticed first like as far as like yeah when we started paying attention and most of them it was episode one. Oh yeah think about it raja for sure for sure sharon for sure for sure um jinx maybe not so much a little bit bianca maybe not noticed in uh, the judging but like you knew that she was funny and quick yeah. and all that shit um violet for sure the iconic, oh, yeah. oh yes, the, yeah. like, the that runway challenge thing, and then Bob for sure. Yeah, yeah. So for like Sasha to come in and win it all would be like hard for her to do. Yeah, but I am rooting for her. I think what she has going for her is like she's she'd be a unique winner, you know? Yeah, like just something a little bit different than past winners. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, anything else from Drag Race? No, I'm excited for this week's makeover challenge. Oh, yeah, making over the crew. The past few makeover challenges have, like, they've really upped the game. Yeah. Um, but nothing will be as good as moms. And they seem to, like, know the crew. Because they're always, like, hugging them as they're leaving and right, this and yeah. that. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's like Teen Mom OG. Yeah. Um, so, let's move on to Potomac. Okay. So, <laughs> so I've, Brendan, I've been a bad, bad boy. Oh, ew. Um, and oh my God. I haven't watched Potomac, and this is why. Okay. Sunday nights, I don't like taking notes. Okay. And so I was like, I'm going to watch it later. And then, like, stuff just kept on coming up this And then week. here we are. Yeah. And I was going to watch it last night, but then the Survivor finale was on, and I don't watch the Survivor finale, but I had to be on it for work, and yada, yada, yada. Well, I watched it. And Alex actually made a good point while we were about to watch it. He's like, I always have to, like, psych myself up to watch Potomac. But then when I'm watching it, like, it's actually... Good. Good. I think it's just something, like... It's not, like, a city like New York yeah. is. Or, like, Beverly Hills is. Yeah. Or, like, Atlanta. It's just, like, it feels different, but... It's missing something. It's not different bad. It's just different, different. Yeah. Um, Karen had, like, a serious plot line this this episode. Like, she opened up about, like, how she was raped when she was in college. Oh, I saw something about that. And then, like, spoke at this big event. It was actually, like, 
really touching, really moving. Mm-hmm. Don Lemon also spoke at the event as well. Hmm. Um, Did you know he's 51? I learned that today. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? That's he looks crazy. like a little baby. A little baby boy. <laughs> I think it's also like because he came out just a couple years ago. Yeah. So like you think of people coming out like when they're young and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, Robin and Giselle were like in the car talking about going to get drinks. And then they're like talking about being angry at Ashley. And all of a sudden they just decide, let's go to Oz and yell at her. <gasps> and they just like came in like bandits and just started screaming at her. Oh my God. And like Ashley was overwhelmed because like it was their fir- Oz's first busy night. And then like a lot of staff called out. So she was like running around like busting tables. Um, I actually saw recently, speaking of Oz, they got in trouble because they were using didgeridoos as shot glasses. Huh? And, like, that's super offensive to indigenous people in Australia. Oh, my God. Because that's, like, such a big part of their culture. Why didn't Mr. Darby acknowledge this? Well, because he's a white guy from Australia. He's not, like, of that part of Australian culture. But that's interesting. Um, so while they're there, like, yelling at Ashley, <laughs> uh... Giselle said this iconic line. Like, they were saying, like, oh, you better watch out. Sharice is going to drag you. And Ashley's like, she's going to drag me? What is she going to drag me? And then and then Giselle was like, yeah, she's going to drag you over the river and through the woods. And <laughs> 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 it, like, took my breath away when Wait. she said that. Oh, my God. If I would have watched that episode, I would have. that would have been a contender for name of this episode. I know. I actually <laughs> thought of it, too. <laughs> um, then there was, like, another crazy moment. So, like... Robin and Juan are, like, in their living room of their house that's, like, an hour away from Potomac, Mm -hmm. like, talking about some camp that he's running, and he has to do interviews, and he gets annoyed with her, and he walks into another room, and a producer starts talking to him, and they have the subtitles, and, like, they're just, the producer and Juan are talking, and, like, Juan's like, like, this is not, like, the life I want, I want to share my life with someone if it wasn't for the kids, and like they aired all this. <gasps> That's insane. I know. Oh my god, Potomac's good. Potomac, but also like breaking the rules. Yeah. Like we don't see like producers talking. Right. To like the people on the show, and then the, them airing that conversation. Yeah. I need to think more about this, but I would love to do in a later episode like a little bit of a deep dive into like when producers got involved Mm -hmm. on the show and like how that looked because I think that's very interesting Mm -hmm. we can talk about Atlanta we can talk about this we can talk about when Leanne Locken hit the (laughs) cameraman yeah but I think that could be an interesting thing to talk about um and then lastly like this well at at the event for Karen like Monique, Giselle, Sharice, and Ashley were all like standing there and like all four of them hate someone else in the group and it's like just very weird and awkward. Mm-hmm. I just want to bring that up like it seems like they all know each other but they all like they have too many problems with each other. It's more like frenemies yeah. than friends. Yeah. Yeah. And like even like two people who like each other like it, it doesn't always line up. Like, like Charisse and Monique are friends, mm-hmm. but Charisse was on with, with Giselle who was hating Monique. Maybe this is sort of like early in season four of New York. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up being like just blondes versus brunettes, but earlier in the season, like people hated each other, but it was like, yeah. 
All right, so let's take a quick break and we'll continue with New York. All right, time for some New York. Um, Stone Strunny might be real, but Fred Rennie is not. <laughs> Fred Rennie. I mean, I can't believe how much they're promoting this upcoming uh, show. And they're like showing flashbacks to remind us like that he was in her return like episode. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. The dynamic between the two of them only works to me in very small doses. They're both like just like so high maintenance. It annoys me. Well, also like the two of them being giddy over how much they're selling Bethany's properties for is like a weird look. Right. Yeah. To be like shouting it from the rooftops. Five, yeah, five. 5.25 mil million. is what the ask is. <sighs> yeah. Um, we did learn that Bethany is a hard mattress person. Same. My mom is. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, we also got a scene with like Carol and Ramona cause Ramona was in her neighborhood. Oh yeah. And I wanted Ramona to comment more on like the state of Carol's couch, but we didn't see that. Yeah. But I sort of thought that maybe we saw it happen, but off camera because Carol had that thing where she talked about Ramona coming into her apartment and like making a fuss. Mm-hmm. Um, Carol's cat baby which baby baby one was literally climbing the curtains oh my god uh, I didn't notice that it's out of control um too many animals for that apartment what too many animals for that apartment yeah and do they climb up the stairs probably it sucks uh but the main reason I wanted to bring up this one scene was when they were I think they were talking about like Tom shoving his tongue down women's throats and then Carol's like, yeah, like Donald Trump. And then like Ramona lost her shit. Oh my God. She said, I don't believe Donald does it. He's germaphobic. She said germaphobic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, she said he's, he's a, a germaphobic. germaphobic. Oh, okay. Well, it's like Ramona language. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't, it's not real. She continues to be a Trump te- check. Yeah. Well now it's post-election. So she could do it a little more freely. Oh my God. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that was pretty much it before. Before, oh no, no, we also had Tom and Lou in the park. Tom and Lou in the park. Nothing really that interesting though. They were just talking about. They were just walking, yeah. and Tom was like, These are runners' legs. Tinsley drinking a vodka crayon with her mom <laughs> in, the, in like a hotel room. I liked it. <laughs> give, I mean, give the mom an apple. Truly. She. They is... always like miscast. She's like the the northern version of Patricia Atchell. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, see what you're saying. Similar look yeah. about them. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, she quote loved Sonia. Yeah, yeah. Which like I don't know. As if a that, fan, probably. I, I yeah, <laughs> I was like, is that planted or like do they actually like know each other in some capacity? Yeah. Because I Sonia's like a house of cards, so you never know if she actually knows like fancy people Mm -hmm. so speaking of giving other people an apple give adam's mom an apple that scene was jarring carol shopping with adam's parents for adam for adam and then they were plotting to get adam to buy her jewelry or something (laughs) so 
They are probably around the same age, but are styled very differently. <laughs> like, Adam's parents are styled, I hate to say styled, but like they're styled like like suburban moms of that age. Yeah. And Carol's like, cool A hip Carol. Cool Carol. It was so weird. It was so weird. I can't believe they even like agreed to do this scene. <laughs> Like, for what reason? Give her an apple. Give her an apple, I guess. (laughs) She needs a a little more fruit in her nutrition. Okay, so if you had to drop two cast members and add uh, Tinsley's mom and Adam's mom, who would it be? So I'll drop Tinsley for the mom, (laughs) and I'll drop Soane for Adam's mom. You think Soane's done? Soane is really like trying to cook up plot points she's just like screaming at tinsley for no reason yeah it felt very it felt very cindy barshop like when sonia told cindy barshop there's a pecking order and then yelled at her for taking that phone call but it was at least then it was funny this seems so put on i know sonia just i mean tinsley just wanted to drink her screwdriver yeah also, um, she was recovering from being sick with a screwdriver. <laughs> I, I feel like I've had that like thought process in my 20s. Mm-hmm. But Tinsley is 45. 40, 41. Oh. Uh, which was also interesting because they were talking about like her finding a man and having a baby. I, uh, I'm like, <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> um, oh, that's an interesting thing I want to talk about because Carol was talking about how Adam's Adam wants kids and Adam's parents want him to have kids. So like they're in this weird limbo world where like they, I guess are acknowledging that it'll eventually come to an end. Yeah. But like, it's not there yet. But like, what are you like, what are you all wasting each other's time for? If that's what you want to do. Well, well, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't matter for her. Cause I don't think she seems to care. Right. And then for him, he could have kids whenever he wants. Yeah. She, yeah, it's very interesting. I wonder if she's just waiting to the end of her, like, five good summers. <laughs> she wants to live them up with Adam. And then she'll let him go and she'll... And be with her babies? And he'll push her into the ocean. No. I could totally see down the road, um, Carol and Adam, Carol hanging out with Adam and his, like, wife and children. Oh my god. Like, doting on them like an aunt or a grandmother. Oh my god. <laughs> what if it's Luann's knees? I don't like this fan fiction. <laughs> but we get to... <gasps> Sorry, one oh, more thing about yeah. Tinsley's mom. She needs to join the show that we invented last week. What was the show we invented last week? Where widows go around and counsel widows. Oh, yeah. Because she brought the ashes. Maybe like Dorinda and Carol, Carol. could... Ca- ca- uh, counsel her first she could be the first client the first client i'm thinking like hollywood medium style but (laughs) um so we have our yearly tradition now which like really solidifies dorinda's apple in in this game yeah it's like what the white party is what um what other ones are there the posh fashion show Posh fashion show um atlanta and beverly hills i mean atlanta and oc don't really have ones i guess yeah but, uh, so there's Team A, Team B, and Team C. Team A is Sonia, Dorinda, no, Sonia, Tinsley, and Ramona. Mm-hmm. Team B is Carolyn, Bethany, and then Team C is Lou, <laughs> all by herself. It's, like, 
I get it, but like they zoomed through teams A and B, basically. It's not like we got to see much interaction of just like team A together or team B with team A. Or I guess we did see the whole like plotting to how are they going to tell Lou yeah. thing. I feel like there's always like a good shot of like Luann arriving somewhere and she's like cackling to herself, she's, like, cackling and like ready to have like a great time. And then things <laughs> these women always want to ruin her great time. Uh, we have the I made a nice cake, which uh, was not very nice. Which was destroyed. <laughs> I, I loved it. Uh, um, but I wonder, like, will they still add um, Dorinda's do- Hannah's cake? Smush it on top of that cake. Yeah, they must, right? <laughs> or maybe it's like they had the bakery do it for them. Oh, um, are you worried that the Berkshires isn't gonna be iconic this year? Uh, I mean, Andy was talking about like the fight between Bethany and Ramona, like it was gonna be bigger than last year's fight. Mm. But I don't. That could just be like we got words. a little taste of that at the in the in the preview. preview. Yeah. Um, Dennis sent Bethany flowers to Dorinda's house, which I thought was really weird. That is so weird. Also, how far is the Berkshires from New York City? I want to say it's like four hours. Four hours. It's Western Massachusetts? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, Dorinda, besides that, I made it an ice cake. Also said, I'm not being the village idiot here. Like when the when they were all telling her about what's going with Lou and she didn't know any of it. Oh yeah, she's very self-referential. I, I, I like I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, oh my god! And the other part that had me screaming, like you, I'm not a Bethany fan, but this one line had me screaming to the high heavens when they were making like the cookies and cupcakes or whatever, and like Sonia's cleaning up the the tubes of icing, and she's like, "Oh, it's a shame we have to throw these out." Da da da. And then he's like, yeah, you would keep it in your basement. <laughs> I was dead. She has moments of old Bethany. Yeah. But they're too few and far between. For sure. Too few and far between 5.25 million discussions. What? It's like the 5.25 million discussions outweigh like these funny moments. When she's talking about like the asking price with Frederick, oh, oh my god, god where I, are you? Like, I thought you were saying literally 5.25 million, million moments. D- discussions. <laughs> I was like, 525,600 minutes? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, oh, and then the fight was like, Con- Connor is not allowed to answer the door for Tinley's, Tinsley's hats. Something could happen to the hats, or the dogs could run out. Why is the dogs running out always the explanation? Remember that was the same explanation as to why Heather couldn't come into like into the house when they were waiting outside to go to Atlantic City. I um, the dogs just want to escape that. Wouldn't you? (laughs) Yeah, but the one other Sonia moment that stuck out to me was also the uh, her sticking her like fingers in the mashed potatoes. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I thought it was the icing first, but then she said these mashed potatoes are good or something. Oh my god! <laughs> um, anything else from this episode that you no, enjoyed? I want to go to Dorinda's home. I know, I would love it. It's like so. What? Imagine spending the holidays there Aww. with all those decorations. Um, so I think it's time for the freak of the week and the one true queen. Yes, Gaga. So this requires a little bit of explanation so there's a pre-story this person is not the freak nor the queen 
Um, so on page six reported this, Jonathan Chabon uh, got into a fight with a random person on Twitter. The person uh, on Twitter had tweeted, it's nice that Kanye gave Jonathan Chabon a job with a screen grab, screen grab of an article titled Meet the Rat Who's Paid Minimum Wage to Chew Walls in Kanye's $3,000 T-shirts. Self-proclaimed food god was not tagged in the tweet, but responded anyway. And he, like, slid into this person's DMs. Mm-hmm. Little bitch, I got more money than you can dream of, and more companies I own than I can have you clean toilets. So you keep your trailer park trash mouth shut, peasant. LOL, you think I need a job? You dumb lowlife? I'll effing buy you, you C-word. Jonathan Chavon allegedly wrote in a direct message. So, this story spiraled out of control. <laughs> so... Alex, who is friends with Simon Van Kempen on Facebook, Facebook. found Simon's thoughts on this matter. And his thoughts give him the designation as the one true queen this week. (laughs) So Simon wrote, uh, one of the most, I don't know how to say this word, vacacious, V-A-C-U-A, no, V-A-C-U-O-U-S experiences i've ever had vacuous vacuous oh my god i'm such a bimbo one of the most vacuous (laughs) i wasn't reading it and i was like vacation you said vacation okay one of the most (laughs) vacuous experience i've ever had was filmed for real houses of new york in bridgehampton one summer evening only four people were present at this dinner alex me kelly calor and ben simone and this guy jonathan jabon i know uh real houses of new york was not meant to be deep but the superficiality of Alex and my dinner companions knew no bounds, and we weren't surprised that the footage never made it to air. Alex and I spent the two hours, which seemed like ten, silently looking at each other and telepathically confirming each other's disbelief at the entire emptiness of the experience and evening. I would so much love to see that footage. That happened before, before Shaban struck gold and moved on from trying to sit on KKB's coattails and slipped over onto Kim Kardashian's. So uh, Alex took a screenshot of this little status on Facebook, posted on Twitter, a few people retweeted it, and it must have fallen in front of Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone's eyes. Oh my God, and what did she say? So she took his screenshot of the status update. Which means she saved it to saved her it. device. Yeah, saved it to her device and then posted it saying, Tisk tisk, there is a reason Simon Van Kempen was fired from Real Houses of New York. Surprised by this. Simon Van Kempen is so obsessed with my hashtag food gob, Jonathan Siobhan. Oh my God. So well, she's our freak of the week. Also, Kelly was fired the same time I know. Simon was. Um before we say goodbye, we have some late breaking news Ooh. from Alex Hurst, who said Dorinda just posted an Instagram story with Jill Zarin saying she was at Candy Burgess's party. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love my mom. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Um, so please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, yada yada yada. Leave us a review. We love reviews. We live for the applause. Yeah, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, and you'll know when a new episode drops because we promote it there. And as you heard on this week's episode, um, we love a voice memo. So keep it brief, but call us at 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. And we 
may play it. Yeah. We may not. But we may. We actually usually do. Yeah. So, Brendan, where can we find you online? <laughs> um, at not Brendan, where can we find you? At IDKIDK. So, like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.